Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! But as long as you love me so, let it chip, let it chip, chip a I love a holiday theme. We still have how many months until Christmas right now? So many months. We're so far from Christmas, but Bob's Burgers has crammed in the holiday episodes back to back to back, which we've discussed in previous episodes and we'll discuss again in this episode. It's glorious. So yeah, we've jumped from Halloween immediately to Thanksgiving and now we're in Christmas. I love it. I can't wait to talk about this episode. Yeah, I'm singing Christmas chip chip and... All sorts, all sorts of stuff. I got to tell you, I have a bunch of really fun, fun facts. Oh, those are my favorite kind of fun facts. So do we have any business? To we do. Over? We have um, just a couple new Patreon subscribers that we have Exciting. to say thank you to and burger pun their names. Let's do it. First up is Cricket Kimura. Cricket, thank you so much. You will be known moving forward as... The Fish Stick It Burger. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Now, do you think that's uh, fish sticks on top of a burger or it's like a fish stick burger? I or, think like- it's a fish stick burger, but like really fancy, like some panko crusted, really great fish, maybe oh. like uh, sriracha aioli. Oh, yummy. Yeah. Okay. I like it. We also have to thank Yadira, who moving forward, Yadira, you will be known as the Jambalaya Yadira Burger. I mean, you know how I feel about that. I love jambalaya. And any way you can work it into burger would be so fun for me. Y'all, thank you so much. We are thrilled to have you. It's so exciting to watch this community over on Patreon grow. Uh, if you'd like to join us, patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. See you over there. That's all the business I have to discuss. Do you have anything else you want to discuss before we get into this episode? I have one not business thing. I have a Lauren Bouchard thing. Oh, uh, Okay. Let's go into some, just like a fact about him, a story, a tale. A I wish I had a great tale, unique tale about Lauren Bouchard. So in our DMs on our Patreon and over here, we've been discussing a little bit how like the time never moves forward 
in Bob's Burgers. Mm -hmm. Um, And I found a really fun quote from Lauren about what it's like to write for a show like that. Oh, I'd love to hear that. He said, there's this game you play when you do a show like this, where you want to go nowhere and do nothing new. That sounds terrible on some level, but in this funny way, you have to be careful not to evolve your world so much that you accidentally move forward in time. We don't want our characters to age. Every once in a while, we'll do something like Tina's 13th birthday in season one, but we have to be really careful. We have to make really fun things happen, but nothing actually changes. So that was kind of in, that that was in response. An interview asked him, like, what are the big arcs? Like, what happens? How does the plot move forward in season six? Um, So that was his response. I just, I find it really interesting because so much of writing, especially in dramas for TV, it's all about how do we get this world to change? Like, think about Breaking Bad. Like, it's all about like, who is Walter White at the beginning and how far can we change him? So I never thought about it as like, how do you create fun plot, but you cannot move this time or world forward? They have nailed it. And how do you move fun plot and have continuity, which we rave mm-hmm. about in every episode of Bob's, without these characters aging or without like life moving forward at the same time? I they found that. the sweet spot. Totally. And uh, basically, we're saying keep Bob's on forever. Forever. Don't I'd stop. be okay with that. Would you? I have read, there's one article in particular that I'm thinking about, and it was a. They were a huge fan. They are a huge fan of the show, but I think the title is It's Time to Put a Fork in Bob's. They think that they have overstayed their welcome. What are what are your feelings about that? It's tough because, and again, animation, your characters don't age, so you can do it forever and ever. And, mm-hmm. you know, that happened with The Simpsons. I know there's people that still watch The Simpsons that probably watched it from day one that are still around. But a lot of us, you know, go off and uh, kind of moved on and but that's still going i also have to say that i think it's um no character growth even Mm -hmm. uh, like not entirely is what can keep shows on endlessly does that make sense because it's like once you said walter white can only go to a certain place yeah and then it's like that's the end yeah there's a reason why they can keep going longer yeah and animated shows really have that um opportunity yeah but you know what you know who has it that could just keep going because there's no character growth is always sunny. That's why and they've been does. on for so long. Yes. And it does. Because their char- the characters don't grow. They, I mean, maybe they get worse. Like they're, they're more awful, but they don't, there's, there's nothing, there's no lessons to learn. They're not growing. They're not changing. Yeah. You told me that the other day, that thought, and it, it blew my mind. I was like, that's, that's why, because there is nothing worse than a character having like too much catharsis like the most interesting characters are the flawed characters are the characters that have lessons to learn and in a drama there's a point when you're like this character isn't person isn't interesting anymore yeah exactly so interesting and that's why you know bob actually we'll talk about this next week but Bob can still be annoyed at teddy and not have growth in his business financially and um yeah. Anyway, I I thought that was like a little little fun tidbit for you. This is a very intellectual conversation we're having, and as two hosts of the podcast, it's great. Biscuit is like listed as a host of this podcast, and he was licking his crotch the entire time we were having that conversation, pretty much. So uh, thanks for the input, Biscuit. I feel like I need like 
I need a gene fart sound to make everything go back to Bob's world. You can make one with your mouth. There you go. Perfect. Uh, should we get some uh, Bob pun or Max pun going here? Let's do it. And okay. I will be upset with you if they're not Christmas themed oh, or holiday themed. Of course they're Christmas themed. Love you. It makes my life easier too when they're themed, I want to say. Your first pun is the Santa Claus is cumin to town burger. Bob's. Yes. I think I've seen that one. Yes, and I might have done that one on our last Christmas episode yeah. or the one before that. There's only that. so yeah, many Christmas. You know. Your next pun is the fifth day of Christmas burger comes with five golden rings of onion. Yum. Max. Bob. Oh. Your next pun is a holly collie Christmas comes with grilled cauliflower. Ooh. Max. Yes. And your final pun is the Feliz Navidad burger. Max. Yes. That sounds good. It does. I love a fish I, burger. Yeah. Um, or a fish go, sandwich. Go with that fish stick it burger. Mm. Should we get into this episode? So much to talk about. I'm so excited to. I love these holiday episodes. I'm so ready. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for... Season 6, Episode 5, please. The title is Nice Capades. When Louise and her sibs are rude to a mall Santa, she realizes she's going to end up on the naughty list. In order to secure her presence under the tree, the family produces a show where the kids will sing about how nice they are to the mall Santa. Mr. Fish Odor secures the rink for them, as long as he can perform a song with an ice skating Felix. Oh yeah, Teddy's there too. This episode came out on November 15th, 2015. It was written by Dan Feibel and directed by Chris Song. November 15th, way before Christmas, as we talked about. Now, is this the first time that the three holiday episodes are back-to-back? I believe so. I think so, and we've said in the past that this has to do with um, the Fox NFL schedule. It bumps a lot of like Bob stuff around. Yeah, they don't want it to air. Yeah, the holiday episodes get priority because... Otherwise, they get bumped to the beginning of the year and all the holidays are over and stuff. So it's either too early or afterwards. Yeah, it doesn't feel, it's not as fun. Yep. I, this has been such a fun run for us. Like even recording the podcast, I'm just like, we get to do this episode. Yeah. Well, like binge viewing it, it's great. Like I love watching Thanksgiving or Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas episodes back to back. It's so fun. It's wonderful. But tell me about this particular episode. Skylar, do you enjoy it? What do you enjoy? What what about it? I think this is like a nice cheese. Mm-hmm. The longer it sits, the more times you look at it, <laughs> um, the more I like it. Was this my favorite Christmas episode the first time I watched it? No. But every time we watch it, I like it more and more and more. And you know, particularly one of the reasons why I love it so much, which is Mr. Fish Odor. And Felix. And Felix. Yeah. I mean, we'll get, we, we're, we're going to spend a lot of time on them because, spoiler alert, Mr. Fish Odor is our end credit star. This is one of my favorite Fish Odor episodes. By far. Pause. Mm-hmm. Do you know how Mr. Fish Odor lost his eye? I don't. Are we supposed to know? Yes. I forget what episode it's in, but Uh they tell us how. And it really changes my opinion on the Fish Odor Felix dynamic. 
there's an actual like reason Line. it's not a guess. Okay, tell me. Felix poked his brother's eye out. Oh my god. Like, excuse like, you. What like what point in their life do we know? I'm gonna guess I'll have to find the clip maybe for next week to play, uh-huh. but I'm gonna guess when they were kids. Interesting. That's so dark. It's so dark, and we kind of see Mr. Fishoder as this, like, looming, powerful man, and Felix is this, like, little silly man. But I'm wondering if Mr. Fishoder is misunderstood, and Felix is somehow this, like, you know, maniacal character. I, I see Mr. Fishoder as kind of clueless. The really? More, yes. Like, he doesn't realize what, a, like, awful human being he is. Like, he's just, I'm going to think... I think it's a good uh, commentary on a lot of really wealthy people. Oblivious. (laughs) Yeah. You know, he's just like driven by money because it's what he knows and what he's had his entire life. But I don't think he's bad. I I get what you're saying. He is clueless. One of my favorite lines in this episode is he like, oh, have you ever been given a gift before, Bob? (laughs) (laughs) You don't know how to. Yeah. You don't know how to accept a gift. You've never been given a gift. Yeah. Poor people don't get gifts. I think it would be funny if he told different stories about how he lost his eye, like the way the Joker in Dark Knight oh, tells I'm different stories about how he got his scars. What What would you write as one of them? How he lost his eye? Yeah. Um, he was going for a piece of food on the floor at the same time as his Rottweiler, and they collided. He is a Rottweiler? Well, growing up as a kid. Oh, I thought I had missed a they had Rottweiler a, they had a very, on the show. A little, a very fancy Rottweiler. I'm gonna. And it s- popped out. It popped out. Or maybe he's like the pirate in Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean with, with the eye that keeps popping out. I think he traded his eye for one night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, yours was definitely going to be more interesting than mine. I'm, mine was I'm a little dark too. Ships. I'm seeing ships. He traded it for one night. Maybe you just wanted to be a pirate as a kid. Yeah, maybe. Popped it out. There you go. That's explained, that might like explain it. the cape, too. I don't know. Fancy cape. Yeah. Fancy pirate. All right. Let's dive back into this episode. What are your overall thoughts about it? I love it. I don't remember where we ranked it when we did Christmas episodes over on Patreon, but if you mm-hmm. want to listen to the episode, patreon.com slash Bob's Credits, find out where we ranked it. Yeah, it's one of these ones that like it grows on me each time we watch it. And again, like this, uh, I, I don't want to go back to the fish odors, but the fish odor song has become one of my favorite songs in the series. And I'm sorry, Felix's ice skating is wonderful. It's just, it's just phenomenal. But let's talk about the family and the nice capades. And um, I love Henry Winkler as mm-hmm, Santa in mm-hmm. this or as the mall Santa, because Henry Winkler is the sweetest old man in the world. And he's the perfect voice for this guy to make the kids feel guilty and concerned about not being good. And yeah, what do you think about that whole scenario? I I think plot wise, or I'm not, it's not plot I'm trying to say. It's like, it's also not hook. But the concept of this episode, I love. I think it's perfect for the Belcher kids. You get one of my favorite scenes is Louise bribing with milk and cookies. It, I think it's a phenomenal scene. Louise gets to be her most Louisiest. And it's perfect because Tina's conscience gets really loud. And you get a show. Do I love the ice skating nuggets? 
do I love Teddy on his back as a crab? Yes. Hysterical to me. Going back to the Halloween episode, I just want to say that I love how game Teddy is to like put on any costume and take part in any of the the antics. He's just ready to go. And he's he the one there. who brings all the other dancer ice skaters, quote unquote. Um, his hockey league. His, yeah, his yeah, Jewish hockey yeah, league. The mighty schmucks. <laughs> <laughs> he's just great. He just loves this family so much and he'll do anything for them and he loves being included. I just realized that this is probably the best Christmas Eve Teddy has ever had. Oh, you're right. That just made me really sad. Yeah. He has to play on a hockey team. I think you'd probably kill me, but I think Teddy should be invited over for Christmas Eve every year. For our Christmas Eve? Not our Christmas Eve, for Bob and Linda's. If you were Bob and I was Linda, you would kill me. Oh, yeah, Bob. That's that's the problem with Bob. Bob needs to get over that. And Do you need to get over that? Probably, and that's why Bob and I are similar. <laughs> I love Bob. I love Linda being excited about making the costumes. I love an, a mall. Oh, can we just talk about being in a mall? Oh, just in general? Just in general. Does it not just nostalgia center to you? And the ice rink and the Christmas decorations at the ice rink. I love it all. It's true. The mall is not what it used to be if you ask me it there was this era there was this era where it was everything it's what you did i think my first date ever we walked around the mall oh yeah definitely and as kids hung around there and like i remember going with my family it was like a big family thing to go to the mall and you you have your favorite like places at the food court and you all have the stores you like to go into it's just not the same it's not oh my (laughs) gosh bath and body works oh yes uh, cucumber melon. Loved it. Wow. Okay. So okay. they do a great job of the mall in this, and every store has a pun name. You could spend hours and hours pausing this episode to read all the different store puns. I actually do to, do have two fun facts about this topic. Oh, br- um, bring them out. Do you know what the Sharper Image-esque store is called? No. Hit me with it. So just to remind everyone, this is the store that the Santa's in the massage chair and Louise tries to kick out this man. Um, So it's called Unnecessaries. Oh, my God. Which is so good. Perfect. And what is with sharper images in malls? What is that? That was in that was a time too. The Sharper Image was a ridiculous store. I, I think it's still a lived. catalog store. Oh, really? Yeah, or like a website. I think it's still around. I don't know. But it's it's... And Brookstone. You could, you could get everything from like a, a white noise machine to like a giant replica of one of the aliens from the Aliens movies. What? You could? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was such, it's such a weird store. Sharper image. What does that even mean? Like you, your image will be cooler if you have more of these metal things in your house? Yeah. It was definitely like a very like late 80s, early 90s vibe in there. But I feel like there was some stuff that you really did need there there were like vacuums yeah it's it's very cool stuff or like fun stuff and some of the things were practical and some of the things were just absolutely and that's the joke here unnecessary so i thought i know the massage chairs were crazy i feel like they probably did like the robo vacuums before anyone crazy alarm clocks that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. brookstones are kind of like calm down version of sharper Uh, image now and those are still around got it God. Wow, you know your stuff. Oh, I lived I lived in a mall. 
I know, but you know current facts about sharper images. No, I don't know. I don't know if sharper images are around. If they but you are, know hey, if you want us to sponsor, you want to sponsor a sharper image, get your name back out there. Come, come talk to us. We'll do it. I'll Rewrite do it. Your I'll story. do it for a, a replica of uh, no, uh, no, Legolas from Lord of the Rings. No. <laughs> We okay, um, and then another fun store fact because there are so many pun stores and we can't go through them all. The accurate calendar store that Bob has to go into to buy the Santa's Christmas present for his nephew that shop did appear in the Bad Tina episode, but it was in a different location. Oh, in the mall, it was in a different location in the mall. Well, that's that's some like. Die hard detective research to find out how the, what this mall's layout is. I know I, that is from the internet. That is not from <laughs> my detective work. And I was going to say that's bad continuity, but the store could move. You Ma- know, mall yeah. mall stores. You know that Auntie Anne's that that moved all the time. Malls have laws of their own. <laughs> it's just like you can shuffle the things around, West. and yeah, yeah. Um. What other fun facts do you have for us over there? Are you ready to – do you want to talk about the episode at all? Do you think it's funny? How does it make you feel? I think it's very funny. I think Gene has some hilarious lines. I love how it all wraps up, and I love what they finally say that we've been saying this whole time mm-hmm. to Louise about being a good person. Like, mm-hmm. you are a good person. You just kind of, like, lose your way a little bit mm-hmm. sometimes. And they point out all the, th- like, nice things she's done. But it's typical Louise. It's Louise. She's trying to save her ass. So she's pulling all these tricks and she realizes that she's feeling pretty guilty about what she's doing and she has to call herself out on it. Her conscience always comes, pops in. Yep. And I think it's more interesting than her being like, oh, I need to do the right thing. She really looks at herself and she kind of has this existential question like, actually, am I a bad person? And you see the shame of what it means to not be Miss, like, goody two-shoes, you know? And she's like, oh, am I a bad person? And I love her parents clearing that up for her. Because she is a good person. She would defend Tina. She would defend Jean, even her dad, if she had to, you know? Mm-hmm. So she gets a goldfish at she the does. end of this episode, mm-hmm. which is a very funny ending. Oh, also, her belief that santa is still real hysterical so cute i mean yeah that sums up where we talk about her age yes like where we realize that she's still just a little girl yeah and this is perfect because she knows that's not santa yes but she doesn't know that there's not santa exactly that's so good and i kind of like kevin McAllister, and when he goes talk to the the santa oh (laughs) i love that they're around the same age right yeah, she's a little I bit younger. So. Oh, well, she's nine, he's ten? Yeah, I guess yeah. so, yeah. And I just love how she talks to Bob about the whole Santa thing. Like, you don't know anything, Dad, okay? So she gets a goldfish at the end of this episode. And I remember us discussing it the first time we saw this episode. We were like, what happens to the goldfish? And it has been confirmed. This goldfish is not shown in any other episode. So, uh, I, I don't know. Do you have any theories on what happened to the goldfish? Yeah, I think what happened to the goldfish is what happens to every goldfish a kid gets. And uh, that's uh, a long trip down the toilet. <laughs> See ya. Uh, I would watch an episode about, like, 
death on Bob's Burgers, like using a pet dying as as a metaphor for death. I, I would find it very interesting how Louise would interpret that. Oh, not not a dog, though. She loves puppies so much. No, oh, I no, don't no, want to no, see no. her go through that pain. Did you know that there's a website called Does the Dog Die or something like that? Yeah, it, it obviously it tells you if dogs die in certain movies, movies and TV shows, but so it also tells you like light. other stuff to like look out for that might trigger you. It's great. I love it. Great. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good idea. So let me head into some fun facts if we're done talking about the episode as a whole. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. I think Teddy is... The cherry on top of this episode. There's so much going on and he isn't central at all, but he's hysterical and very present in the episode to me. When he pretends to be regular size Rudy in Jean's Taco Tuesday song is hysterical. Speaking of which, he is wearing his same outfit from the turkey trot, except he doesn't have his compression socks on. Love it. Continuity. Continuity. So another fun fact is that Gene doesn't have his normal red hoodie on. It's blue, which I thought was an interesting fun fact. And then I realized it's not an interesting fun fact because it's just his outerwear. Because all the, the the girls are wearing their winter jacket. So that's – it's not replacing his red hoodie. It's just his winter apparel look. Got it. What a <laughs> yeah. little fashionista. Oh, he's just the best. I love his Taco Tuesday song. We might oh, even need to play a little bit of it's it later. so good. And how many times did you call out to me that I'm Gene in this episode? Like, he likes burnt chicken nuggets 
And what was the other thing that he said at the beginning of the episode? He was like, I'll eat your extra scramble eggs. And he goes, whoops, I already did it. Oh, yeah, that's me. That's so you. Yeah. I think we've explained how I had to tell you to ask to ask before I take your food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I have saved the best for last because we are going to talk about it. Okay. If you do not know three major points about the star song of this episode. One, the spirits of Christmas. There's a lot of people that worked on it, but Kevin Klein, who voices Mr. Fish Odor, actually lended a hand. And it sounds like he got so into it that he kept extending the song and like sending more lyrics to i don't know if he was sending more lyrics or music but lauren bouchard said that he kept sending extended cuts to him which means that there is a full-length version of O bourbon and this was released december 23rd after the episode aired and it's our favorite song in our household it's our favorite christmas song in the household we're so familiar with it now because we play it all the time it's that good when we watched this episode and it was just half the O Bourbon song, I I was livid. I wanted to sit and watch the whole thing. They should yeah. have done that. It's not enough. It definitely is not enough. It's not enough. And I just want to say that we've talked about Kevin Klein as Mr. Fish Odor plenty of times, but he is so perfect for this role. He is so funny in this role. It's so funny that such like a well-respected, established actor has this recurring role and how much he enjoys it. And you're right. And you can tell perfect he enjoys for it. it. Yeah. yeah. This is a perfect example. He got so into this song that he was collaborating with them on. So if you have not watched the extended version, finish this episode and then go play it. It's called The Spirits of Christmas. It's called The song. Spirits of Christmas. And it's on their YouTube channel called Behind Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. So you can find that on YouTube. We'll link to it in the show notes. And if you're on Discord... We will post the link there. We're always sending each other fun gems that we find in Discord. The next fun thing is that they also, along with this, released sheet music to O Bourbon. Oh, my God, yes. And I have decided I'm going to print it out because sheet music is so elegant and beautiful. (laughs) I'm going to print it out. I'm going to put it in a pretty gold frame for us, and I'm going to bring it out every Christmas. Oh, I love that. I know. Yes. Uh, And I'm so excited, but you guys will get excited, too, when you hear the rest of the lyrics. They're that good. In fact, should we play some of the extended cut here? Yeah, why not? I mean, I I, I freaking love this song. Me too. I I do want to say that I so rarely drink, but when I do have something... Now, every time I do pour myself a glass mm-hmm. of something, I'll always say, sing, oh, bourbon. And then I and No matter what I'm drinking. Singing. It doesn't yeah. matter what is in the cone in the cup, but I'll so always say it. I should warn y'all that this isn't just a song that they released. It's a full animated video. There is a lot of Felix ice skating in this, and I cannot tell you how good his ice skating is. And I cannot tell you how amazing the animation of his ice skating is. I also think his outfit is just, like, fabulous. And the way his, like, the outfit blows as he's um, ice skating is just, like, gorgeous animation. The videos, yeah, the whole video is incredible. So we'll listen now, but go look it up. Oh, bourbon. Oh, bourbon. Oh, 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 oh,
you get the idea. Wait, I, are there not other lyrics? I thought there was other lyrics. There's the very beginning. I'm sorry. I'm obsessed with this. The the comedic timing of Felix skating, how into the piano and the singing, Mr. Fisher. This is amazing. It's one of my favorite like bonuses to go like watch. Yeah. And I don't know if you could hear it there, but the one part where he goes like, oh, bourbon, 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 you hear like little clicking and it's because Felix is like tiptoeing. Yeah. With, Toe with, picking. Yeah. With the music. It's on his ice skates. It's so great. And I should say, you know, like Felix is in this episode, Zach Alphanakis is Felix is always fun. And the two of them together is always a good time. <sighs> Should we head into the end credits here? I Let's think we it. should. Okay. So like Skylar said, the last moment is Louise getting her goldfish. Very funny, Santa Santa. Ha ha. You're hilarious. I get it. I get it. You got to be 10 to get a shark. Is that it? Okay. I can wait. Starter shark. Love it. Next year, though, I want a great white under the tree. Did you hear that? I think I just heard him say no way. Jesus. Dad, you don't know anything about Santa. First of all, I love the piano coming in. Does it come in before? Little, yeah, as Louise's little monologue about the goldfish and the shark. So tell us what happens for these end credits. What do we see? What's after the last bit of the episode? So as you said, we hear the piano coming in. And then we have, you know, the white background of the credits. And we have Mr. Fishoder sitting at his piano with a glass of bourbon on the piano in color and we have a spotlight on him i have a little fun fact that i was going to say for another episode but i just realized it's perfect for here let's do it there's a video on youtube where the director tyree dillahay takes us kind of through the bob's burgers offices and they go to i think he's a music supervisor no, I think he's the composer. Um, I forget his name, but they have this shitty piano that they got off the curb sitting in the Bob's Burgers music composer's office. And they use the electric piano when they want something to sound really good, but they also have this shitty piano that they use when they want it to sound more homey. I don't know, kind of like a saloony sound. I don't know if that's the piano they're using here or not, but I just think it's so fun to know that depending on what kind of sound they want, they have those two options. That's so great. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what this is. Yeah. Oh, bourbon, oh, bourbon, oh, bourbon, oh, bourbon. Oh, oh I love the bells. Oh, oh everybody now. Oh. Come on now. Let's hear it. Oh, bourbon. Yeah. Give me another. Oh, bourbon. (laughs) Bourbon. 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 I just let it play through because it's so good. He doesn't do anything other than just like really get into it. He's it's the same shot throughout the entire end credits. And it's impossible not to be singing this song yourself when he's done. I love it. I love the bells that come in. It feels very Christmassy. I love the play on words, like the spirits of Christmas. Yeah. You know what you said? So earlier, I mean, in the episode, he sings the beginning part of the song. Let me just read those lyrics real quick. Um, It's, well, the last present's delivered, and the snow outside's getting thicker, so let's open that bottle of liquor. Hey, bourbon, take me home. On bourbon, 
on vodka, on scotch, and on gin. Take me back, let the North Pole dancing begin. It's my party, I'll be naughty, get more lit than a tree. Put that elf on a shelf, Merry Christmas to me. And then the rest of the song is just all sorts of oh bourbons. It's fantastic. It's a masterpiece. It absolutely is. I don't have any low lights for this I one. Don't. I, I have no notes. My low light is to myself because the first time we watched this, I was not enough of a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was enough of, not enough of a fan of Mr. Fishoder. I did not appreciate him enough. Shame on us. Especially for what I'm going to score them. And I'm ready to get into scoring if you are. I am too. But I just want to say we will also link to the downloadable sheet music. If you too, maybe you have someone who plays piano in your house, just plant the sheet music all throughout the house during Christmas oh, and if any or your of holiday you, season. If you, any of you play this on piano, send us a video. Oh my God. I would love would to freak hear. freak out. Um, it, oh, just do it. I'm, I might learn to play piano just so I can play this. I know. My mom has this grand piano, um, oh. but... We'll just find one in the alley, like a saloon one. Pull exactly. it in here. Exactly. Very bobs. All right, let's score it. You're going first, though. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. uh I mean, ten. 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 It's just... It's so funny that Mr. Fisher gets the end credits to a big, like, family Christmas episode. Huge family Christmas episode. And it's episode. so perfect. And it's honestly, like I've said, it's become one of my favorite songs. If not, it might even be my favorite yeah. song of the series. I and can't say that because some of the boys for now, I love you so much. It's scary. I love so much. I don't think I can s- say it's my favorite song. I'll, I'll happily say, oh, bourbon. This bourbon song is better than... Yeah. I love you so much. It's scary for it. me. I get it. Not to mention, this is not only your favorite song, but I think this was our fish odor turning point. Yeah. This might have been what officially sold me on him. We weren't the biggest fans of his, and now he's be- he's slowly becoming one of my favorite characters. He's become so much more enjoyable with each rewatch. Yep. And Here's to the bourbon. The song is responsible. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that he is like, sure, I'll help you do this ridiculous thing. I'll get you the ice rink. But he wants this really childish thing of, I want to perform a saloon song. Yeah, that's what I, it's like, it's kind of sweet in a way. He's like, yes. oh, an opportunity for me to perform. And I, I just, I <laughs> that's what that's what I want from this is to get to perform my song. And it's a good song. And he's really good playing the piano. Do you like this song? Uh, I might like it a little bit. I might <laughs> okay. think it's a pretty good song. I might like it enough to print out the sheet, sheet music and hang it up in our home. Okay. I love it. I think we should end it there. Okay. Those are the end credits to Nice Capades. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and anywhere else. Bob's credits. And fun fact... Join us on Patreon because we we get way more personal over there. Like I told a really great story about Max's butt over there. Oh yeah, if you want Max butt stories, we, totally. We're, totally we're a little bit more story, relaxed over on our Patreon episodes. Yeah. Yes, we do let some things more personal fly. stuff. Yeah, and you'll hear us rank these Christmas episodes too. We did our Christmas episode ranking coming up. We'll have, I cannot believe we're already planning Halloween content. We're going to start planning some Christmas product, Halloween product. 
But of course, you know, starting in September, we're going to have more Halloween content, more Thanksgiving content, more holiday content, all revolving around Bob's Burgers. Sign up now. Patreon.com slash Bob's credits. And uh, let's see, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Mm-mm. Oh, oh, um, stay on the saucy. Oh, bourbon. bourbon. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.